today from the book of Sirach, what the author says to us is this universe, this beautiful creation before us, and spring actually shows us always this beautiful filled creation filled with life, the flowers, everything that's blooming, blossoming. It shows that beautiful creation, and this is what Sirach says, that this beautiful creation came all from God. This God is the author. God is the author of all the principles, laws of nature. That all, it all came from God. And at the rising sun is clear to all, especially because the, the eyes give us the ability to see. So the glory of the Lord fills all his works. Because at God's word were his works brought into being. They do his will as he has ordained for them. I think sometimes when we look at, at the creation and we see you know, the, the various scientific theories, um, which kind of give us, they give us glimpses of the insights or the various ob observations which scientists provide for us. There's one thing today which we are only not only familiar, but we hear very often is that it was, and it is right now accepted as a primary theory, which is the Big Bang Theory, how this universe came into being. It was started and it was articulated by George Lemaitre, who was a father, who was a priest, a Jesuit, in 1927. And at first, this theory was not exactly accepted, but because it manifested, it showed um, how this whole universe not only came to be by observation, and it, but especially as it is moving and expanding and it keeps expanding more and more. And, and so it's almost like a movie that you want to reverse back. And so going backwards, uh, George Lemaitre said, okay, well, if it's expanding, it's moving, then it has to, it had to start from someplace. And ultimately what, what he proposed was the theory, which now is known as Big Bang Theory as the most plausible explanation to the expanding universe. So it had to have a starting point. And ultimately, many other scientists joined in, including Einstein and others, were able to help to articulate it. And today, that is the theory that is accepted. But for us as Christians, is that not just the, 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 the split second moment when everything was so compact and exploded because that's how we can, right now, we can understand this whole theory of the Big Bang. But for us as Christians, for us as people of God, we know that, that what's before that split second of explosion of the universe is God who spoke and all things came to be. God who spoke. He is the cause of everything that we know, that everything we see. He's that first cause. He's the one who made possible. And so right from, from the beginning, almost 4,000 years when, when the book of Genesis came into being, or you should say it was when it was written down 3,000 years ago, 1,000 years before Christ, 
That book of Genesis already spoke to us. That is God who created the universe, God who made it, God who created all their laws and principles. And as a matter of fact, from the book of Genesis, we speak, we hear of the creation as being in, in, in stages, the day one all the way to day six, the crowning of all creation, which we are. And so this is what Book of Sirach speaks about today. He, he summarizes as the wise um, writer, wise speaker, man of God, who wrote this book because it's a book of sapiential wisdom books, you know. So what he did is he speaks of, of, of how God created all and how God manifests to us his beauty, his grandeur, everything that we see around us. We see everything filled with his glory, filled with incredible beauty, filled with incredible complexity. And yet it's all here before us. Our eyes have to wander. You know, the, in, in many, many, for many centuries, especially as religious, they were building monasteries in places which were so beautiful because that every day when you look outside and we see that beautiful nature, what does it recall to us? God's extraordinary beauty, God's extraordinary love, complexity, because God created it all. And if the, the world is so complex and so beautiful, God must be the one because he created it. So again, going back and reflecting on, the, on God, who God is. You know, and, and so, so, so from this, from this uh, book of Genesis, uh, God possesses all wisdom. God, since he created all the principles, the laws of nature, God possesses all knowledge, and he sees from of all the things that are to come. He also knows the future. He makes known the past and the future. He reveals the deepest secrets of who we are, what, what, you know, what, what this beautiful nature, earth, provides for us. No understanding does he lack. No single thing escapes him. Perennial is his almighty wisdom. He is from all eternity one and the same. With nothing added, nothing taken away, no need of a counselor for him. How beautiful are all his works, even to the spark and fleeting vision. The universe lives and abides forever because he sustains it. He's with us. So what we have here is a beautiful description of the creation, but also looking at God, who is the creator. And the second aspect today that we hear from the gospel is, is this, the Lord enables us to see things. Faith gives us understanding. Faith gives us insights, and faith gives us the gift of knowledge of not only this universe, but also special gifts that God wishes to give us. Today we have the example of Jesus, who uh, leaving Jericho, he walks with his disciples and, and the crowd, and Bartimaeus, a blind man, a beggar, who, who sits by the roadside, and hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he begins to cry out, say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. This blind man already knows Jesus. Somehow he knew, he understood, perhaps that, you know, maybe the, the word got around, that Jesus came and, and, and he does extraordinary things, that he's able to do miracles, signs and wonders. And so Bartimaeus, the blind man, he already has heard, and so he's crying out to Jesus. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. It's not only that he knows Jesus, but he calls him son of David. That means he's calling him Messiah. Jesus, I know that you are a Messiah, that you can do these things. 
I believe that God is in you. This is what basically this um, blind man knows and understands, and that's why he's crying out. Others were telling him, you know, just keep quiet, you know, don't bother, you know, he's a teacher, he's, if he's a messiah or whatever, you should be bothering him. And yet, and yet he keeps on crying out, son of David, have pity on me. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Jesus takes notice and calls him, others encourage him, I, I, he wants to see you. Um, so take courage, get up and, and go. And of course, what does he do? He th throws his cloak aside and he sprang, sprang up and came to Jesus. And at what do we hear Jesus says to him, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? A beautiful words that we always wish to hear in our heart because Jesus is asking us, what, what can I do? What do you wish me to do for you? And so this blind man says, Lord, I want to see. Master, I want to see. I want to see. And so Jesus says to him, go your way because your faith has saved you. Your faith, your faith has saved you. Immediately received his sight and followed him on the way together with the rest of the group. And of course, the, the, how would the people react there, part of the crowd? Well, they accepted this incredible gift that God gave to him through Jesus. Jesus is our Lord, he's able to do all things. So the crowd must have looked with awe to Jesus and, 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 and pondered more deeply, who is he? Who is this man? Who is this man of God? Who is this Messiah? And for all of us here today, you know, some people say, well, miracles took place during the time of, of Jesus, but does Jesus still do miracles? Does he still work wonders? Does he hear our prayers? Does he ask the question to us, all of us, what do you want me to do for you? Yes, the Lord does. The Lord wants us to share with him. The Lord wants us to speak to him. The Lord wants us to believe in him, that he's able to do all things. And yet we always know that we have to leave in his hands what is the best for us, because he knows what is best. But we are to ask, but even not just ask, but cry out from the heart. Sometimes, sometimes we ask, well, Lord, I need this, or I would wish to have this, or give me the grace of, of healing, or. Uh, help, help out my mom or my dad or my children, whatever way. We have to keep on asking, crying out from the depths of our heart because it shows our faith in him, but it shows also the depth of our longing for God in our hearts or the hearts of others. It's not just the physical healing that we need. We need, above all, healing of our hearts, which are so broken by sin. We need the hope. We need the confidence in God. We need to have a gift of hope restored in us, hope in Him who is all things, hope in Him who can do all things, hope in Him who loves us, who wants to share with us the, the very, very life that He brought. So for us, it's the cry that is so necessary, cry that reaffirms within us that faith that we have, and, and cry which also manifests that we really desire the grace, that we really long to receive God's healing, God's strength, God's forgiveness, His mercy, that we would wish to receive the gifts for our loved ones, wherever they are, because they have lost their faith, they have become lukewarm. 
And so praying and praying perseveringly is the way to go. Praying perseveringly, not being afraid to pray for even for years for the same intention, because God will make us holy through our through our prayer through and also will grant the graces that we seek. May the, may the Lord then today that we hear from him, not only that he is the creator of all, that he created this universe, beautiful universe, that he sustains it, and that even, even the scientists themselves acknowledge that there is a beginning to this universe. Yes, some, a type of explosion with a concentrated matter that it came into being in what we see now, what we have before us. Uh, a theory that was begun by a priest, a Jesuit priest, a scientist who graduated from MIT, among others, he got his PhD here from Massachusetts Institute of Technology, who studied in Cambridge, was a professor, Belgian professor at the University of Louvain. But not only that, but God wants us to know that he is the one who sustains us, who will take care of us, leading us ultimately to our eternal place in heaven, that paradise the Lord promises. So may we then today, through this Eucharist, where the Lord comes to us, may we honor him, may we love him, may we accept him, even when we receive him spiritually, that he is the Lord of glory, that he is the Lord, the, the lover of humankind. It is through his love that we have received salvation. It is through his love that we are restored to the dignity of the children of God. And it's that love and grace that he has for us to heal everything. And, and at one day that we will be there with him, rejoicing forever as his sons and daughters, sons and daughters of God. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you and God bless you.